Hi guys, we're at a Verity Fitness podcast. I've got uh, Petrus, how do you say your surname? Brucis. Brucis, yeah. There you go. Um, Petrus is one of our personal trainers here at Verity Fitness and Beauty. Um, you're also on Instagram and Facebook as? As Fit Strategy on Instagram and Fitness Strategy on Facebook, which I barely use now. Yeah, really <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah. Well, yeah, if you want to find that, Peter, you'd be on them two platforms. You're working. Alongside me now for over a year, haven't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah just over a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, my, um, what I'll probably say about Peter since he's been with me, he's been a really good trainer, um, very knowledgeable, um, a lot of passion about fitness and that, and helping his clients and stuff. And I've been really, really impressed, um, and I'm very lucky to have him uh, working alongside me, helping me with, me with my business at Verity Fitness and Beauty. And uh, I just wanted to get him on a uh, podcast today and just basically talk to him about what, what got into training, what he likes to do tra- training-wise, and obviously um, what you like to do for your clients and, and all that kind of thing, really, and your background and all that, you've got quite yeah. an athletic background, haven't you? Yeah, because since we're a young age, all my friends been in some sort of a sport, and it was funny that almost every friend was in different type of sports. So one friend was playing football. So there is times when we all get together to play football. And I was actually going to training for a few years, playing football. Then went to basketball. Uh, every winter played ice hockey because back in Lithuania where I'm from, you know, all the lakes freeze over the winter. There is plenty of hockey around and... Uh, Eventually got into volleyball, which was probably the sport that I dived the most into. And I spent probably just four years playing, but I was... When I get into something, when I really like something, I just dive 100%. There's nothing else that matters to me. Yeah, just, just that one thing that I love. So yeah, I played volleyball for four years, and it was daily training sometimes two or three times a day I played for at one point I played at five different teams all around my area so yeah it was it was constant playing and uh, yeah just trying to get better on everything and then since I moved to the OK about 10 years now uh, I looked at really not 10 years, is it? yeah well first time I came about 10 maybe 11 years now yeah mm-hmm. Well, I was moving different places. First time came to Southampton, then went to uh, how do you call place Boston, then was in Kent, and then was in Northern Ireland. So it was all over the place. Yeah, and when I came, uh, first the longest time I stayed was Boston. At first, I think I'd been there about a year, and I was looking for volleyball clubs around, and I couldn't find any. Well, there were, but. I didn't drive, and all of them, like, one hour away with the train, couple changes in between, so I just couldn't be bothered committing to it. And one of my friends was going to gym, and all my life I wanted to go to gym, but I was skinny guy, weak, and afraid to, afraid just to go by myself. So no, never actually had anyone to go with me. So here in the UK, I started going with my friend. Got some results quickly and that just drove me more into it. I started reading more about it, about it and the thing was I, I tried to put as much muscle as I can 
and all my friends, I see them just just packing more muscle, just just growing faster than me. I was like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> I hate the people I go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just just driving myself into all of us. Like, we always train at the same times. I was getting extra extra sessions for myself, just trying to be them, trying to be better. Yeah. And yeah, just start start following other fitness figures, uh, like big bodybuilders. Which what I know now was a mistake, because I was following uh, people like Kai Green, oh, Kai oh, Green, yeah. no Phil Heath, no Ronnie Coleman, all yeah. these massive bodybuilders, and I was following their training plans, which doesn't make any sense. You know, I've been training for a couple of months; they've been training for twenty odd years, and I'm trying to mimic what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was just probably constantly overtraining and just doing crazy things at the gym. But that that drove me even more into flaring because you know if you like I say there's lots of people who have good genetics and they get results you now like this. They do anything in gym, they grow, they put yeah. on muscle, they get lean really fast. And they don't really learn much because they don't need to. Yeah. And I wasn't getting any results. I like I like I said, within a month or two I put couple couple of pounds which on, on a skinny guy, you can notice really quick. Yeah. So I noticed that really fast. But then once I hit the wall, I was like, like I said, I didn't know what's happening. So I just dive into it more. I got more into nutrition. What should I eat? I, was like, I didn't know what to eat. For, for, I remember on my sessions, I down the gain, uh, the mass gainer, which is 1,000 calories, and yeah, I eat yeah, a chocolate yeah. bar on yeah. the way home, you know, like just to get in as many calories as I can. Uh, doing sessions that last two three hours which was overkill yeah. if you want you know, to put on muscle and yeah started from there started getting more into nutrition once i got more into nutrition i put a bit more muscle then i got into more of uh, program designing and things like how to periodize your training when maybe you should focus more on the strength then you go focus more on bodybuilding type of workouts just mixing that up, that again gave me a couple more pounds, and just all these getting these uh, tiny details yeah. and uh, polishing my programming and general nutrition with it. Yeah, so yeah, since then I was probably always training. The only time I didn't train was probably throughout lockdown, <laughs> like most of the people. Yeah, well, it's difficult for most people. Yeah. No, I mean, I think we're all saying that. I think most people, when they get into training, you know, we all go for the same things. I'm quite yeah. actually a, a slim build and stuff like that. And, you know, it's, it's hard for, for some people, you know, unless you've got the genetics or your body produces a lot more natural testosterone to, to whack on that, that muscle and that. It, yeah. It's very difficult. And I say it's, it's trying to find the information like you've done there with a lot of other people tend to do is to go straight into that um, looking at these people like bodybuilders and stuff like that but like you say you know they've got to that stage over years and years you don't go into a lot of people want to go into bodybuilding into split straight away and stuff like that yeah. which is not ideal and, that. and then a lot of people do, do you want to become a bodybuilder you know because you are chiseling the fine arts of the body and stuff like that you know at first really you just want to um, Improve, build muscle, real strength, 
um, and obviously you want to reduce the fat because obviously what you can do, what you were saying there, which I have done in the past, is you can get yourself one of these um, weight gainers and you can be taking a, like, a thousand calorie a shake and then eating chicken and rice and yeah. everything, you just look like a human duck, uh, bin really, just eat as much food as you possibly can. And then when you're doing, you're going too much of a surplus with your calories and then you're not, not putting on that much muscle, you're actually putting a lot more fat on yeah. And a lot of people go that, that way. And like I say, it's just, and also it's just getting to them skills of how to write programs and that. Yeah, because well, my, the biggest, my, I, I was literally overtraining, like I said, you know, two or three hours in the gym, nobody should do that, unless you crossfit athlete, unless you endurance athlete, yeah. yeah, then yeah, you need to put in work, you need to know, to yeah. go through these grueling hours of training for, for bodybuilding, if you want to put on muscle, you know, lose a bit of fat, you shouldn't be spending probably no. more than an hour, hour and a half, no. yeah. No, no, I mean, that's what I mean, like obviously, you know, obviously working alongside me in that time, and I write the workouts, I mean, if you weren't having that talk or that, well, I sometimes call it the educational side and mindful space side where sometimes you can speak to a client, obviously if a client's had a bit of a tough day and that you can talk, I kind of block out an hour for the session, but you know, really, if you rush through it and got your rest and done, you know, you're looking about 40 minutes and, you know, exactly, that's all you necessarily yeah. need, really. Um, but yeah, you know, a lot of people tend to do that at first, spend a bit too much in the gym trying to fit as many exercises as you can really, rather than just trying to focus on just good quality, which is going yeah. to stimulate the muscle growth. And all yeah, because also both time, like I was trying to gain muscle, which is bad to be too long, and people who are trying to lose body fat, they also overtrain, they, they think the more time they're going to spend in the gym, they're going to burn this crazy amounts of calories and get gets them around their bad diet, yeah. which also like probably another another mistake people get into it. Yeah, I mean I think I think you know, just doing our job being personal trainers and that, you understand that and you know, that's the reason why you wanna sometimes get yourself with a personal trainer is for the clients is to, to get away from making them mistakes yeah, and yeah. because you know, we all know a lot of people can go to the gym and train train and think they're actually doing themselves doing good and all that, but they're not, you know, you can go five, six, seven, eight times to a gym or spend hours and hours in there and you can, or you can get to understand exactly what works and stuff like that. I mean, there's, there isn't good information now that we have on the internet, yeah. um, but it, like, like anything, you've also got bad information and you've also got to find what's right for you. You know, it's like sometimes I see on social media, someone with jump on and saying like, um, they watch something on Netflix about CrossFit, oh, I'm going to get myself the CrossFit, I want to get ripped and toned and look like one of these crossfit athletes and that but a lot of these crossfit, uh, crossfit athletes have, have come from bodybuilding backgrounds, gymnastic backgrounds, from sport backgrounds, they don't suddenly just do a bit of crossfit look like that. Um, this is not a distant crossfit, it's been crossfit fantastic, it's great. Uh, I'm just saying like using that as an example of people looking at like oh, I, I want to be a bodybuilder or something and that and like making sure that you get the foundation right before you jump into that, that thing. You're not going to be a complete novice and go to CrossFit and then sit down and have a CrossFit body. You know yeah. what I mean? Where you're going to be totally chills and all that. It takes time. Yeah, it just, I guess, it, like I or anyone did this mistake, you know, they're thinking that this result is going to come quicker, you know, or, you know, when the first, first result comes pretty quick, actually, if you commit it, yeah, you come yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but then 
what I did and many people do, they think that they're going to have the same result. Every six weeks, they're going to have this big results, which doesn't happen. It just And it's just the mindset of people and just like with working with clients now, just letting them know that you might have some quick results, but they're going to scale down with time. And it's just being consistent. Just That's what's going to build your physique. And it, Well, I've always, like I say to people, uh, anything in life, consistency is the key. You, you keep practicing something, you'll always become better at it. You know, these programs are sometimes you see six weeks, 12 weeks. You know, yeah, you know, even I promote sometimes a six week challenge, basically six weeks of having a go at doing my classes. Uh, if you enjoy it, what I'm wanting you to do is if you enjoy it, that you will continue to do it. Yeah. Because to get that long term results, you're not really going to achieve it six or 12 weeks. And like anything, if you do a fad diet or do anything intensely for six or 12 weeks, yeah, you can get good results. But soon as you step your foot off that gas, it yeah. goes off. And it's the same like today I listened to one of the podcasts. Also, the guy said, with anything in life, with business or fitness, if someone, let's say, has a successful successful business or he has a good body, he probably did it consistently for five years at least. Yeah, well, it, it's, it's not, you're not turning your business or no around you know, in five years and making you no know, fortune or you know, oh. the same the same with your body. It doesn't happen overnight. No, no, I mean, obviously, <clears throat> when I've had my business now for 11 years, you know, and I've scaled my business quite high and all that, obviously, through the pandemic, we've had a few things, but, you know, it, it's still growing. You know, I'm in a position now that we've, obviously, I've worked alongside my wife with Mary Fitness and Beauty, but we now own our own uh, property, which is, which is a... Uh, improvement in the business and that but haven't gone straight into being a personal trader earning a bit of money managed to bring in some staff getting my own premises buying my own commercial it, you know it's taking years to get to yeah. that level and stuff like that and like training as in with business and that you've got to learn from things you make mistakes and everyone that goes on a fitness journey or a health journey will always make mistakes. Yeah. And it's constantly improving it. You know, one of the things I, the reason why I want to do a podcast and why I'm such a fan of podcasts, I love learning because you learn things all the time. You know, yeah. one thing I've done recently um, is like I did in my last uh, little podcast was about intermittent fasting and that. That's been brilliant for me. I'm not saying intermittent fasting, that everyone should do it. It's the best thing to do. But that fits into my lifestyle. And it allows me, because obviously as soon as I get up, I've got two young girls that I've got to get ready for school and stuff, and I've got to get work to clients and stuff. So to be able to just, and plus because I work late at night, time I finish, have my tea and that, I'm now allowing myself that little bit of a window now for my body to digest. Because what I used to find, I used to find myself getting bloated a lot. Because what I was doing, I was basically eating very late at night and then getting up very first thing in the morning and eating and I've never, and I was constantly getting bloated. And for me, fasting was, was never something I wanted to do over the years because I always felt like I've always been a breakfast person. I've always encouraged clients to have breakfast, the most important meal of the day, like we all do. And then obviously listen to podcasts and listen to other people talk and fasting would become a bit of a thing. And I said, oh, don't do this. You should do fasting. It helps with digestion. There's lots of great benefits, obviously, that I spoke on the last podcast about and I'll probably do an update about how my fasting is going and I'm all the great benefits about it. But going back to where I am, it's made a massive difference. And it's something that I've had to learn to yeah. do, and it's something I wouldn't normally do. So that's just one thing that 
just just get the breakfast really. Yeah, because like, to be honest, like when you said, you know, when people go sometimes, like I I don't like the term fast. I'm like, mate, you just skip breakfast, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. When I say I fast, I don't do any of this crazy shit. Yeah, you, you fast for twenty four hours or forty eight hours or you know, mine between fourteen to sixteen hours. Yeah. you know, um, I did. I try and keep it around fourteen, but I think you know, even if I did twelve, twelve hours, be fine because what I've got to also manage as well. Was like yourself at the beginning. I'm a natural slim lad, so it's it's hard for me to put weight on. So after the pandemic, that's probably the most consistent I have been at a weight where I'm over twelve stone. I usually fall between eleven and twelve stone. So about twelve and a half stone. So when I started fasting, I went right down to about eleven and a half stone, and and I started getting me ab, visible abs again, which I wanted to be probably around about ten percent, maybe a little bit lower body fat. That's perfect. Because if I go a bit leaner that one, obviously never no hair and all that. And especially yeah. this time of year when you're wearing more like hoodies and jackets and stuff, I look quite good, so I don't want to drop it too much. But what I've noticed where I jumped on the scales, I'm like, shit, I'm not letting stuff too now. So I'm thinking, whoa, it's up my calories. Yeah. So now I know that, yeah, right, I'm missing my breakfast, but... You need I, that extra calories. I do need them calories, I just need to find them another, another, another yeah. spot in there. So, yeah, because with fasting also, it's... a then also what I care that many people use it because and it makes sense because for example if you don't eat breakfast your brain functions a bit better because your body yeah. is not busy digesting that breakfast yeah. that's why many people like to skip the breakfast because they're a bit more focused because they're doing most most of their job they're doing you know between 8 o'clock to 12 o'clock in the morning you know, most of the job is being done there so sometimes what I find also with people they they their mind is a bit more clear during that time than they don't eat. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's definitely what I find. You've you got to remember when you, your body brings in food and you've got to digest food, it's, it's a big process for the body to do, so you've got to get blood to your stomach and all that. Um, and your body's working, and that's why half the time when you do eat big meals and that, that's why you go sleeping, because your yeah. body's coming in a short time of day. I mean, the majority yeah. of your digestive system is when you're sleeping, so we're all fast to a certain degree. Yeah. Six, seven, or eight hours and all that. And what I find that it's good, you know, I try and cut off, obviously through the week when I'm busy, try and not eat anything past 10 o'clock. Um, and if I get in, I'll just have a tea and have a, like, have a little bit of dark chocolate night, a little satisfaction thing, a hot drink. Then I know that's it. And, and then obviously in the morning, I'm so busy, so come 12 o'clock, then I'm allowed to feed myself after that. And then like today, sometimes, like, I've still got some food without and even yeah. eat food properly, so kind of fasting a little bit longer, but yeah, you know, you're constantly in all, all the time um, about how your body works, what works for you and stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, obviously when we get to our stages with a couple of personal trainers and that, that's what we want to do for our clients. We want to kind of help and, you know, the good thing with, obviously, me as a trainer, because I've been doing it for so long, I've worked on the crew, on the cruise ships, which is a, was a great opportunity for me because you're meeting so many different people all the time yeah. and, and because you're meeting different people and and the longer you do it not just in the cruise ship but in life people you meet all have different things and unfortunately there's no one solution for anything you know um, if someone brings out a book or brings out a DVD or a work plan or whatever and says this is the way you do it it doesn't work like that everyone's different you've got to look at your lifestyles and stuff like that and find out exactly what is going to work for you is the most, yeah. most important thing. That's 
that's probably that's one of the reasons why once I done my personal training qualification I haven't started working for about three years just because I was conscious about you know people needing different things that different people need maybe different types of problems different people might need different types of diets because to be honest personal training course doesn't teach you anything yeah. it's probably 90% of courses about the blood flow, how it goes into your left ventricular, Shit, goes into right ventricular. Yeah, like there's things that doesn't make any sense. No, then they drop you then a, a multiple choice test, which you can, if you fail, you can retake it as many times oh, as you yeah. want. And yeah, like so you got a bit of an understanding of the body. You can put them into what A and B, you know, yeah. out the four options, and you're pretty much. Yeah, it's, it. it's literally like a common sense test. That's yeah. it. But the thing that changed my thinking was. They had a guest, a guy who also came to present something. He, I think he was, he wanted to join them on mm-hmm. teaching their personal training course. And he gave a presentation and he gave some resources that goes into sport and exercise science, which at that time I didn't know that it exists. I didn't know that someone actually studied in the university for four or five years, you know, how to run or how to you know, throw a barbell over your head. Mm-hmm. So... I started reading some of the stuff that he he referenced there, and I was like, shit, I don't know anything. <laughs> I started doubting myself big time. At that time, I felt like I have everything sorted. But yeah, I started reading it, and I was like, okay, so some people uh, is not getting results lifting heavy weights. Some people maybe need more reps. Some people might need to know different movements. Biomechanics, people know design different because I thought at first, you know, if I can squat as to the gas, everyone can. Yeah. Which you know, that in yeah, reality, you, know, you don't. Yeah, it's, yeah. Bit, it's the length of your limbs and yeah, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. I started, and the more I started reading into it, the more I realized I don't know anything. And it probably took me about three, four years. Which probably after the first year of reading into, it, I could have just start, you know, training, start doing it. But I, I always self-doubt myself like I always thought I don't know now I don't want to damage someone's health you know or give a bad advice when in reality if you go slow you don't go crazy from the day one you build build the waste build the capacity of your volume over time you're not gonna really damage anyone as long you know as long as you do it slow and you uh progressively overload you know time by time so yeah it just probably once my girlfriend got pregnant then I thought like shit I need to get into business that I like doing mm-hmm. and that, that I'm passionate about that's that's when I started doing my personal training that's when I started meeting clients and then what what then I got into it into reading people which I think is the most important thing as a personal trainer mm-hmm. Because what people tend to do is give the client the workout that they're doing and they think that it's going to work like you said before, mm-hmm. you know, there's no one workout that's going to fit everyone. And if I'm going to give my workout to, you know, Karen, 55 years old woman, <laughs> she's not going to do well with it and she's not going to like it. And at the end of the day, you need to like what you're doing to be consistent with it, to... To, to, to like your workout, to, to want to go to the gym. Yeah. So, like, over the past year working here with you, I met so many different people, and I was like, yeah, that person, 
shouldn't be doing this and that person maybe should be doing this and just understanding them like like always shit on the hit training which is not very useful for people but there is a group of people who for example had a past in endurance training they've been a boxer or a runner or something like that and they need that 10 minute hit training session at the end of workout to feel like they did something so just knowing that okay we're going to do a bodybuilding stuff for 50 minutes and then that last 10 minutes are going to give them what they love to do what they like to do so the next time they'll be thinking they'll be coming to me not for the bodybuilding part but for the 10 minutes so have both a bit of both worlds so they like what they're doing they are giving the workout that's going to give them results yeah, yeah I think you know for me to what I've learned over the years the way I kind of do my training with people now is in a weird way my expertise is, is more sports conditioning so training athletes and getting them strong and agility and fitness adapted to the particular sport but unfortunately with my business and the way I operate with, with Emma, we kind of, obviously, because of the beauty salon over as well. Yeah. I look, work on more of the aesthetic look, making people look good, feel good kind of motto that will be used towards our business. So what I've done now is, is trying to be the trainer that can make you faster at doing a half marathon or 10K or being a nice sports athlete or being um, a bodybuilder or anything like that. I just focus now, you know, if you jump on our website or anything about us, it's basically what I call my expertise, it's basically getting you to build muscle um, and burn body fat. So obviously as we build muscle, we're building up a better, better body shape, um, better athletic look, and obviously reducing the fat. I think if you can get to that, to that part, then you can create programs that will fall into that category for some people. Yeah. So obviously, obviously, you know, working with me, you have like a phase one, phase two, phase three. So obviously, the new trick they go into the phase one, one section, and eventually we're on progress into phase two and phase three. And then what I'll do, even the first three phases, I'll always adapt and change them phases around. Sometimes people might stay on phase one, they might, they might not ready to go into phase two. Because phase two is going to be a bit more complicated, rather than, you know, the phase one I do with people, I don't tend to do things like squats. Because I, if they've never been there, being in the gym and depending on the client, they might them, 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 the mobility uh, or flexibility or the body structure might not be suitable for squats or they're not ready for it, so I'll start them on the leg press and then phase two will do. So hopefully by doing the phase one, then I think, right, we're ready to try them on a, on a barbell squat or something yeah. or a safety bar squat. So I think for me, what you've got to try and do as, as you go forward is as a trainer, as a, as a client, speaking to a client through this, is basically you need to find exactly what you want to do and find that trainer. I remember I used to work with a trainer in another gym. We used to have this thing not come on the telly, and he was like an expert in this, 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 this. You can't be an expert in it. You can't be. That's why I've always been, even when I do a consultation with a person, the first thing I'll say, what you hear, what you want to do. If they turn around and say, I want to run a mile, you so unfortunately, you're on the wrong place. Uh, what's CrossFit? We're doing CrossFit. We're not talking in the wrong place because we've been coming to our gym. Our gym is basically a lot of weight, weight bearing equipment. So we have a mixture of machines, free bars, dumbbells, and stuff like that. And, and that's what I want to practice. And obviously, like you will do, which you know yourself, 
uh, in, in a gym, you might get a client where you have these free structured programs ready for them. If it you know if it's twice a week, three times, four, five times a week, I don't. You know you can train every day. There's no wrong about training every day, and um, depending on how you get your recovery and how you what your lifestyle is. But I don't do any more than five sessions a week with the same clients. Um, but most people that come and see me, we do a couple of times times a week, full body exercises, focus on certain specific, if it's chest and back or posture chain or arms and shoulders, still doing full body, we just work on them little elements of every four weeks. And I find that's obviously done, got really, really good results. But again, I'm only getting them results for the clients I get because they know as soon as they roll through that door, this is what we're doing. You know, if, you, if you're looking for fat loss, muscle Muscle build, to build muscle up, not necessarily building muscles up to be Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. like that. that. That's what you're doing. I think for me, as a trainer or, or as a client going into it, you need to find your niche market and stuff like that. And I know your niche market has been strength training, yeah. which we managed to practice last night, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> we had to, um, we've moved premises at the moment, so we had to carry literally a stack. 95 kilos. Yeah, plus the machine itself. The machine train. itself. <laughs> Lucky enough, we only moved up the roads for bloody hours. Oh, yeah. It, it just, it just, it's so uncomfortable. You can't grab it. You can't, yeah. can't get it comfortable. Well, the other night you put on Instagram that you put um, deadlift 108 kilos. Yeah. It was very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Reps, was it? Yeah, and that was easy. <laughs> that, that was, was much easier. Last night. My God, that was I, Like I said before, I woke up with a hip pain and I just hope. Is gonna sort out till weekend because this week I got my powerlifting competition. Oh, you don't know, well, at least we were in practice last night. Yeah. Um, yeah, but obviously that's that's a massive passion for you, isn't it? Yeah, and like like I said, like you don't see me giving powerlifting programs, yeah, you know, yeah. for for my class. Well, obviously, because obviously our, our gym, you know, you can probably from a, a deadlift point of view and bench yeah. pressing and stuff like that, overhead pressures that and compound movements you could do, but. Um, Okay, because the clientele we have coming in, the yeah. they're, they're not even interested in no, that. No, so there's no point in giving to no, it. Yeah. No, 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 no. But what's got you into that then? Because uh, you really kind of got into it because you wanted to build muscle. Up, yeah, right? yeah. I I got into because I wanted to build muscle. Then I went to the point when I was probably about a year just stuffing myself with food, eating when I don't want to eat. I was never hungry, I just hated food, I just wake up, I just, okay, this is calories, I need to get them in, I get them in, to the point when I start almost uh, throwing up, so put another few mm -hmm. bites in, and like, it was just a constant torture, and I couldn't see, you know, the scales wasn't moving at that pace as I would want to, and I thought, like, I don't want to torture myself anymore, mm -hmm. and I thought, like, I'll just gonna focus a bit more on strength training rather than uh, bodybuilding because you know, strength training you can still be quite strong even without the muscle because it's more about neurolo neurologic adaptations around uh, perfecting your technique and just doing these repetitions over and over and being consistent to it. So yeah, so that that's the main reason why I got more into strength training. and. Uh, I still, but the thing is, yeah, I'm contradicting myself, like, I want to go into strength training, but they find, find it boring, because you do a deadlift, you probably need to sit around for three, five minutes, then you do another couple of reps, then you sit around another, another three, five minutes, 
but I kind of like I had that a little bit of that athletic background. Like I, I feel like I need constant movement. So my most of my training being what I call power building, yeah. and it's more like strength based. But you still do plenty of like bodybuilding type of workouts yeah. in there as well. So yeah, I've been doing that lately and probably first time. And because of my athletic athletic background, I was always competitive and I always wanted to do a powerlifting competition. But always before I do it, I go and see the results. I see see where I need to be, where I, what I need to lift to be in top five. Because I hate losing. Yeah. <laughs> and I just look at it. I was like. Shit, I'm not there. <laughs> so I always was hesitant to enter the competition. But this time, I seen I seen an ad going on Facebook of a competition, and I entered it four yeah four weeks ago. So it was five weeks for me to train for the competition, yeah. which I didn't train at all for strength lately. Yeah. And I thought like, you know what? I'll just go and do it for fun, just for that, yeah. for the experience more, because. Sometimes good to be competitive, but like I said, it stopped me from experiencing, you know, the the feeling of yeah, the competition yeah, yeah. there. Like I said before, yeah. So, so for over the last four weeks, I was only powerlifting, and I, to be honest, only trained twice a week, because yeah. with working two jobs. Because yeah. for some who doesn't know, I still work at the dental lab, yeah. and then I do personal training yeah. and having a. A kid at yeah, home. Yeah, 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 that was no. That's what the clients also say. Look, they ask me how many times uh, I should train. So, well, as many times as you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's what I would say to people. You know, you, you can fit in. You know, that there's, you know, you need to do as, as much as you can. You know, just mix it up a bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like like you're saying. You know, sometimes training can, can get a little bit boring and stuff like that. And in lots of ways, you know, obviously I've started playing basketball. And been playing for about eight, eight, nine weeks now, and I absolutely love it. I absolutely love going there. Just it's brilliant. We do it for two hours on a Friday night, the YMCA, south of where I live, and I, I absolutely love it. And I never ever go in there. Think, oh, I can't be asked, or you know yeah. that thing. But sometimes you do a bit of weight training, thinking I can't really be bothered doing this. But like I always say, the people, the buzz, the strength feel good, the athletic look you get from weight training, for me, well, I'll never give it up, because yeah. there's, there's so much benefit to do weight training, and I think what, the, what you need to try and do, is what you're doing now, and what I try and do for my clients, is try and make it enjoyable, so what I try and do, when it comes to my own training, I try and do, um, obviously, your compound movements, your deadlifts, your bench press, overhead press, but I try and I do a lot of uh, pull-ups, chin-ups, dips, more body weight because like I say it's hard for me to gain gain muscle. I can gain it, but I've got to eat a lot. Yeah. So I've got to get the calories up there. Just try and feed them. When you're busy all the time, you know, like yourself, I'm a family man as well. You've got your kids and stuff and your business to run. And you're busy. It, it's it, it's hard to get that quality time. And more important is to try and get that recovery time that you yeah. necessarily need. So you just got to fit in what, what you can do to, to get that right balance and stuff like that. And, you know, obviously I've got that balance now where I can come and do, I do three weight sessions a week and I do my, my basketball on a, on a Friday night 
and just try and keep us active as much as they can. The most important, you you just got to find that, like I said before, you've got to find that enjoyment. Yeah. And your enjoyment might be more endurance. You know, I'm talking about weight training, passion like that. And you can have someone that doesn't do weight training, loves doing the cardio, yeah. thought of doing weight training. Like it, like I said before, that's why some clients I like to give that ten minutes of you know, yeah, keep training a dance. Yeah. Just you no. Know, to give something that they really love, you know, they, they want to come. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's that's why, you know, I want to do, I want to get stronger, but I like the bodybuilding type of training more. So that's why I put, you know, in my training, yeah. some bodybuilding yeah. type of stuff. Yeah. And, you know, like you said before, you know, sometimes you lose that drive, you know, slightly, but, that, but you still know coming, you still, you know, just go through it, because no one ever... You ask, you know, all the professional athletes, they never 100% motivate. Like, they, no, probably to phrase it differently. It's not like they all the time motivated 100%. No, they, have, they, they always have days, you know, when they're like, you know what, don't want to do it. Yeah. But, you know, they just stick to it. You just ride through this, you know, week or two, and, you know, the motivation comes yeah. back. Yeah, these periods, and that's why it's always like for me, like, what I do, not as my client program, my own programs every four weeks, I'll try and freshen up anyway. Yeah. You know, because by the fourth time you've done that same session, you're a bit like, bored with this one, and you throw it on. And in some sessions, I made certain sessions really, really difficult because I throw things like I hate doing hat squats. I don't know if it's been built, it just like, yeah. feels awkward and that. But it's good, you know, it's a good workout, it mixes it up. And because of it in my program, I've got to do it. Yeah, you know, um, it's like obviously like seeing a personal trainer. I know some people that obviously come for personal training. They won't be here. They're not going to go to the gym themselves and stuff like that. They come to personal training because they've got something that's going to motivate and, and push them through it and stuff like that. But also, what our job is, is sometimes, like you said, finishing off with a bit of a bit of a hit thing, is to give them that enjoyment and stuff like yeah. that. So like, we'll do the weight training. I like to finish on uh, finishes in that where we might just. Do some session on the kettlebell, do some session on the rower. Uh, we're obviously going to get scared in this new, our new premises. We get even have a blast on that. Boxing's always a good popular one to finish with a lot. Of the yeah, especially women likes it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> pads and the pads and stuff like that. So yeah, it's just trying to get that that right mixture. You know, I'm trying to make it fun and, and enjoy it and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, because training same same like diet. There's no one magic, you know, diet. You know, you find the one that that you enjoy. Like you know, you enjoy fasting. You know. Someone enjoys keto, not get on and do it. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, it's not something magical. Well, yeah, that's what I always say about diet. You need to find what, what works for you. You know, in a, in a way, I always say to people, you don't have to have a diet. Um, you don't have to follow any diet. You, know, you can eat what you want, kind of thing. But fortunately, I find if you do go on that mentality, I'll just eat what I want, unless you're educating food. Yeah. Tends to shit. <laughs> yeah. And and if you're not happy, you know, I think what a lot of people got. Uh, Understand, and I think most people these days should understand. You're never gonna be hundred percent happy. Oh yeah. You know, you're not gonna have the you're not gonna have the perfect body all the time. I'm sure people like Christian Ronaldo, who's fantastic uh, athletic physique, done really well. I'm sure he finds faults in himself. Yeah, he, he, he still finds something that he he's that's not happy about. But that's why he's still that's why he's Christian Ronaldo. Or, or, you know, people. You know, I don't know if anyone saw the lockdown. One of my favourite programs. I've seen it twice now. The last dance with uh, the Red Bulls in the nineties with Michael Jordan. One of the things you take out of that is Michael Jordan as an athlete was, was immense, yeah. absolutely immense. 
and pushing and pushing and even in the one three or four um, leagues he still wanted to go on to make the fifth and the sixth and I think if he would have given him another contract it would have lasted a bit longer he would have, he would have been 100% hung up for the seventh and you know because he wants number seven you know what I mean and, and, yeah and that's you always want that next thing you always you Oh, that's it. You always want to keep on pushing, pushing yeah. yourself through it, all that. But you know, when it comes to training and stuff like that, you're always going to go through plateaus. You get into, you start a new program, you're excited, you're buzzing off it, um, or you try a new diet and you're buzzing off it. You're doing. I'm talking about how much I'm loving fasting and all that. Who's saying six months down the line I'm still going to be fasting? Yeah. You know, I was doing. I think last year for a few weeks I was doing the carnival diet, not dead straight, but. Just, just gave, gave it a shot to see. Gave it a shot, you know, I've got results and it's like anything, you know, if you, well, I, hey, God, I was vegan for six months, I was vegetarian for three years, you know, believe it or not, before that I was eating more like a paleo diet and, and even now I still eat a, a lot of meat in that yeah. little bit of window I have. Um, but, you know, you've got to give things a go and stuff and then even if it's not always the perfect thing, it might be the best thing at the time for you, if you're yeah. thinking that and then, you live and learn from it and you know you can tell people about your experience and stuff like that so yeah so yeah I mean today obviously we're just doing a little bit of a, of a catch up with Peter because I want to talk about his background what's got him into personal training um, and obviously talking what it's like as a trainer personal trainer someone that loves doing strength training or your particular training and obviously what as a client how you prospect things and what you would like to look for and um, you know if you obviously if you're looking in things for like strength training or be like anything what Peter's basically been talking about improving your um, your fitness or you know maybe we go through a similar journey struggling to put weight on not knowing exactly what to do um, Patricia my friend uh, will be able to help you out with it um, so yeah thanks very much for coming in and doing this yeah hope you enjoyed it me. my yeah. first time having it a fellow guest with me uh, talking, so makes it change rather than just talking to a camera or talking to a microphone. So yeah, I, I gave it a try to speak with myself <laughs> looking at the camera. I can't do it's it. It's hard, I mean, yeah. everyone has fun, so on that, I want to start doing podcasts and stuff. Do you like the sound of your voice? So, no, I hate the sound of my own voice, I've got a terrible voice. Oh, yeah. I, um, what I like about it, I like listening to other people and stuff like that, and I think it's good. And, any experience that I've got and I can pass on to people is good. You yeah. know, I'm not looking to make any uh, any financial gain from it at all or anything like that. It's just something that I find interesting and I like to, to talk about certain subjects. Yeah. And hopefully now we're in our, pla- our own place now we've got a little room that we can do things like this. We can, I can do a bit more and then obviously maybe we can meet up again and, yeah. and have a chat and stuff like that going forward. Yeah. All right. Great. It's nice seeing you. It's a pleasure.